more about uh, these issues uh, with uh, customary law expert at the University of KwaZulu-Natal, Professor Nom Tandazo Ntlama. Uh, a very good good uh, evening to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. Good evening, Tepiso, and also to the listeners at home. Just your understanding of what the King is arguing there, if you could please just take us through it, your understanding of customary law and uh, the Constitution as he raises this issue. What do you understand of it? First, Tepiso, we should acknowledge that uh, we are from a history where customary law was never allowed to develop alongside other legal systems. So the dawn of democracy has provided an opportunity for customary law to be recognized as a legitimate system of law that is on an equal footing with other legal systems. So any other matter that arises out of customary law should be, uh, should be decided and be developed within the context of customary law itself, of course subject to the Constitution. Hence, we should be asking questions as to whether the particular conduct is in line with the values and principles of customary law. Hmm. What the king here is saying is that um, he was prosecuted and convicted because of a mistake in a judgment he made against subjects appearing in his own court. And of course, also raising the fact that uh, by his title, he himself is an officer of the judiciary in a customary setup. Again, the questions that we should be asking ourselves, uh, the king is classified as the unifier of the nation. And being the unifier of the nation, there are responsibilities that are attached to his office, that of being, uh, ensure, that of being uh, to ensure the security of his subject and also to ensure the promotion of law and order and also to ensure the protection of the life of, of his subject. So in the context of the... Co- in the context of the king within which these uh, offences emanate, we should be asking those questions. Whether now, in line with customer law, the, the king did adhere to those customer law values that enhances that security, that enhances that protection of the life, that enhances those protection of the general life of his subject. Your knowledge of the case, what do you then think? With what came out from the Supreme Court of Appeal, I would say the manner in which uh, the judges relied on Roman Dutch law in adjudicating this, uh, this matter is actually surprising because as customer law is equally recognized, I think, and this is my opinion, mm. that uh, the court could have enabled the development of customer law values in line with, uh, with the Constitution. Because the tracing of the guilt and the determination of the fate of the king to even the jurisprudence that emanated from 1906, where customary law itself was never recognized, was never allowed to be developed by the colonial and apartheid masters. Now, in the new democratic dispensation, uh, the fate of the king is determined by the application of Roman Dutch law, which is the law that... Uh, was transmitted from the Netherlands. It was never the foundation of African customary law.
Mm. Now, let's just talk about um, what the king argues here, that, uh, for instance, the his case as a member of the judiciary, and this is also what Nkosi Pategilo Holomisa says, that instead of him being judged and convicted, it should have, a decision should have made... Hold on. Instead of? Instead of the king being uh, charged and convicted, the decision should have been overturned as would have been the case in any other magistrate or judge. How would that be done then in customary law? In customary law, as much as the king, okay, let's take the king as the head of the executive or as the head of the judiciary. And the king is responsible as the head of that community. The king is responsible as head of that community. So if any other thing that emanates from the subject, then the king has to answer and come onto the dance floor as to why this particular conduct was uh, conducted under his eyes or under his leadership. I think people would then be asking, then who protects the protectors? We hear what you're saying, that the king as an authority. But if a king, for instance, is uh, accused of crimes such as kidnapping, culpable homicide, assault, and arson, are you saying that is not possible given his position? Then we should be asking again, we should be asking this question. Does customary law, as much as the king is is the watchdog of the watchdog, does customary law allow the killing? Does customary law allow arson? Does customary law allow uh, kidnapping? How do you answer that question yourself? <laughs> I don't have a direct answer to that one, but as much as the king stands in that position of authority, he is the one who has to answer to his subject, because when he's answering to the subject, now we are taking customary law within the broader framework of the Constitution, because customary law itself, as much as it is on an equal footing with common law, it is still subject to the Constitution. Are you suggesting that we're using the logic or the uh, concept or principles of Roman-Dutch law and applying them to customary law, and therefore it does not fit? No, uh, no, Roman-Dutch law does not fit in customary law. Because customary law could have been applied and be valued and be tested against the Constitution, not a Roman Dutch law. All right. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Interesting discussion there with um, uh, Professor Nomtandazo Ntlama, who is a law, customary law expert at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Well, let's continue this uh, discussion with uh, constitutional law expert Professor Pierre DeForce. He's been listening into uh, some of that conversation. A very good evening to you, Professor DeForce, and thank you very much for speaking to us. I'd like to just start with the end part of that discussion, that uh, what Professor Ntlama is suggesting is that perhaps we're using the logic, the principles of a Roman Dutch law and applying them uh, to customary law. I know you've said that it's long been a thorny issue, this whole issue of, um, you know, customary law and aligning it to uh, other legal systems in South Africa. But what what are your thoughts on that? Well, obviously, um, the Constitution makes clear now that customary law and the Roman law, the Roman Dutch law, the common law are on equal footing, which it wasn't during apartheid years and it has to be uh, recognized but it has to be done subject to the constitution 
of course, this uh, customary law is a living customary law. It's a customary law that differs from community to community, and it changes over time, and the courts have to recognize that. But uh, Section 211 of the Constitution says this has to be done subject to the Constitution. And I think here we have to make a distinction between the content of specific customary law rules, uh, which must be obviously developed to make it comply with, the, say, the provisions in the Bill of Rights, and uh, the structures, uh, whether somebody can that is not a part of the judiciary, for example, can actually try and convict and punish uh, a person. Now, it's going to be very difficult questions uh, to to com- to say that if the customary law as as uh, the king claims it to be, and that I think there's some maybe there might be some discussion about what exactly the customary law, the living customary law, says. But if it is as the king says, and he as the as the as the traditional leader has the right to decide whether somebody is guilty and then to punish them, that would be completely against what the Bill of Rights say, for example, that every accused person has a right to a fair trial before an independent court, to be presumed innocent, and so on and so on. Um, And so that customary law rule is going to be probably found to be unconstitutional in the same way that the common law rule that infringes on somebody's rights that are protected in the Bill of Rights Mm. will be found to be unconstitutional. But as as you've heard what Professor Ndlama was, um, you know, arguing that uh, the king, as other uh, chiefs have argued as well, that the king is himself a judicial officer. Therefore, what he was doing was in line with his duties. Now, I hear what you're saying that customary law as per how it was encapsulation in the Constitution has to satisfy uh, the Constitution in certain legislations. But in my mind, I again ask this question. They say that you cannot solve a problem with the mindset that began it. So was when, when should I say, when this was brought in line with the Constitution, customary law and its recognition, was it with the thinking that is more uh, skewed towards Roman Dutch law in understanding legal systems? Yes, well, the, the the Constitution doesn't choose between Roman Dutch law and customary law. It says both uh, types of law are applicable depending on the community and depending on who it is and so forth. Um, but it also says that both types of law, obviously, uh, have to be developed and have to comply with the provisions in the Constitution. Now, one can say, for example, one can make an argument that the rights, human rights, the right to be presumed innocent until you are proven guilty, the right to be tried before an impartial and independent court, that that is not really complying with customary law and that we should change the Constitution, that people shouldn't have a right to be presumed innocent. But that's a different discussion. Uh, That would be a very different discussion from what the, the Constitution at the moment actually says. And the Constitution at the moment is not particularly, doesn't give particularly strong protection for customary law because it subjects that customary law and also uh, the, the procedures for enforcing the customary law 
to the Constitution as a whole and to the other provisions in the Constitution. And that was a choice that the Constitution was simply made uh, in, after 1994 when it adopted the Constitution, probably because it felt that it would not be appropriate to have two different systems in which some people have rights and other people have very little rights. That would be a perpetuation of the apartheid system. And so everybody has to be subject to the constitutional rights in the Bill of Rights. Thank you so much for speaking to us and showing your insight.